Welcome into America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Advisory services offered through the Retirement Guys Formula. Registered Investment Advisor, America's Retirement Headquarters, America's Medicare Associates, and the Retirement Guys Formula are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Good morning, and thanks for joining us here on America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates with Dylan Baker, Scott Kirshner, and myself. My name is Chris Vaughn, and like I said, we gladly uh, do appreciate you joining us this week. Here's the number, 419-794-3030. That's 419-794-3030, also online, americasretirementheadquarters.com. On today's show, we're going to talk about the how-tos of Medicare, you know, when and how to sign up, how to fill in gaps, what does the alphabet soup of Medicare, A through D, actually cover and how working with an agent can benefit you. But first, let me check in with some guys who uh, are fresh back from vacation. Nolan is actually on vacation this week, but I have Scott Kirshner and Mr. Chaz Price with us. Uh, guys, glad to be with you. How are you? Great, Chris. I'm good. Good to be back. Um, although I uh, thoroughly enjoyed vacation, uh, I always love going on the vacation. I love the hustle and bustle and the, the planning, and I dread the coming back. Uh, <laughs> but uh, spent some nice time down in Florida. Had a great time. Uh, Chaz, I understand uh, you were... In the Savannah, yeah. and have some great news. Pretty uh, big news there. Yeah, just want to throw out to everybody, all of our listeners. Uh, Chaz uh, got engaged when he was on uh, on vacation. Congratulations! Yeah, thank you very much. It was a great time. Uh, enjoyed Savannah a lot, and uh, officially, I'm off the market. So <laughs> off the market, no texts, no emails, no nothing. <laughs> Congratulations to you. That is a heck of a souvenir for your fiance to, yeah, to, to bring back as, you know, I have a little ring to show for it. But uh, glad to be with you guys. I'll get my vacation in one of these days. But uh, let's jump into the meat of the show here to educate and enlighten the listeners. You know, there are topics that we talk about where uh, we mentioned we could devote entire shows to, if not mm-hmm. a series of shows to. And I think Medicare is really one of those. That's why, you know, America's Retirement Headquarters has America's Medicare Associates, which, Scott, you are a big part of. So let's go ahead and jump into it here and, and let's take a deep dive into Medicare. Sure, absolutely, Chris. You're absolutely right with that. Medicare is not something that's just during the open enrollment periods mm-hmm. at the end of the year. I mean, it's not, you know, you turn 65, you're looking at Medicare. So it's something that 12 months out of the year, you've got to be thinking about it if it pertains to you. But uh, one of the things that I like to do is I like to go through some of the steps. And, and you're absolutely right. Boy, this could be a topic of discussion for many, many shows, maybe a series of shows. And we, we may do that in the future. But what I want to do today is just touch on some of the key things to be prepared for and what you need to do. First and foremost, when you're getting ready or nearing age 65, what I would do, and you don't even have to do this when you're close to 65, but what I would do is I would advise everybody to create a My Social Security account on the ssa.gov website. And the reason to do that is because everything is run through the Social Security website. When you sign up for Medicare Part A and B, you actually apply and sign up through the Social Security website. So it's much easier if you create that account. And basically what that account is going to do is it's going to give you uh, your Social Security statement, access to your statement. You know, you used to get them in the mail. I don't think they even mail them anymore. I don't think they do. I think everything is automated online now. So the first thing to do is create that My Social Security account. Once you have that in place, three months prior to turning 65, you want to take the time to actually sign up for Medicare Parts A and B. Now, one little caveat, if you are taking Social Security, you don't have to, but if you're taking Social Security already, say you're 62, you sign up for Social Security, you decide to take it at 62, you will automatically get your Medicare Part A and B 
and that red, white, and blue Medicare card will be automatically sent to you in the mail prior to turning 65. So for those listeners out there that are, are turning 65, they're not taking Social Security, then you have, if you want Medicare, you have to actually sign up for it. And that's one of the things I, I assist. I'll, I'll help you sign up and create your My Social Security account. I'll actually help you sign up for your Medicare Parts A and B. If you don't have a My Social Security account, then you have to do what's called a paper app. It's a one page, very simple. I think there's like six questions on this application. It's very, very short and sweet. You can submit that via fax. Maybe at some point their Social Security office is going to open back up, but that's how that works. So once you sign up for Parts A and B, you'll get some correspondence in the mail from uh, the Social Security office. You'll get a letter saying, hey, thank you. We received your application. You'll get one a couple of weeks later saying, hey, we're reviewing your application. Then you'll get one saying, you've been approved with an effective date for Part A hospitalization of whatever it may be. Usually it's the first day of the month you turn 65. And then Medicare Part B medical will be the same date. So that's the typical simple process. But if you're choosing to work past age 65, then you don't even have to sign up for Medicare if your employer is offering you group benefits. So that throws another wrinkle into the uh, equation for signing up. Now, one of the things I do is I'll actually go through and evaluate how much is your employer paying for your premium? How much do you pay? What is your out-of-pocket expenses? Does it even make sense to drop your employer plan and sign up for Medicare? Because sometimes it does. So you have to take that into account and determine whether or not it makes sense to sign up for Medicare if you're still working. If you are still working and you do decide to sign up for Medicare and drop the employer plan, there's a form. It's called CMSL 564. That form needs to be sent to your employer's benefits department, your HR person. They fill that form out. And basically all that form is telling them is you're opting out of the group health plan and you are signing up for Medicare because you can't have both. Unfortunately, you can't have both. So that's the step you have to take if you're going to continue to work. Once you have your Medicare card, then that's when the fun starts with me. Because at that point, that's when we go through what is actually covered under original Medicare. I'll sit down with you and I'll go through the coverages for Part A hospitalization. For example, many people don't know this, but original Medicare, if you're in the hospital, the first 60 days, you will have an out-of-pocket expense of $1,484. It's kind of like a deductible. You say the first 60 days? That's for the first 60 days. Wow, okay. Now, that usually is burnt the first day. Sure. But for that first <laughs> 60 days. So, And if you're in there for 61 through 90 days, mm -hmm. you pay $371 a day. Oh. Over 90 days, that's a long time to be in a hospital. Yeah, absolutely. $742 a day. Mm. Now, keep in mind... This is original Medicare. Mm -hmm. If you go from the hospital into a skilled nursing facility for rehab, Medicare pays all of the approved amounts up to the first 20 days. So if you're in a skilled nursing facility doing physical therapy and you're in there for uh, 60 days, you're going to have $185.50 a day after that 20 days. 
And a lot of people don't realize that, that that's out-of-pocket expenses that you have. You know, I talk to a lot of people and they say, well, I have Medicare. I don't need anything else. Well, okay. But here's what your exposure is. And those costs will continue to go up. Those they go the up every year. Today. That's exactly right, Chaz. Last year, for example, it was 1404 for that first 60 days in the hospital. And in 2021, it is 1484. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a great point. So then we talk about Part B, medical services. And the Part B medical services, that includes your physician fees, your durable medical equipment, your um, lab work, anything to do with the physician. You know, the doctor pops his head in the door and says, yep, he's in the hospital and he leaves, you know, 30 seconds later, you get a bill. (laughs) So Medicare pays nothing for the first $203. So you have a $203 deductible. Now, here's the real kicker with Part B. Part B, original Medicare, is an 80-20 plan. So if you have a million dollar, let's say you have, uh, you know, a catastrophic claim of some sort, cancer or something, serious Mm -hmm. heart problems, you have a million dollar claim, you're on the hook for 20% of that, which is 200,000 bucks. So that's why people come talk to me, because I go through the coverages that you want to purchase to cover the gaps that original Medicare has. For example, a Medicare supplemental policy or a Medicare Advantage plan is what you would purchase to cover those out-of-pocket expenses. And there again, Chris, like you said at the beginning of the show, I have a whole other series that we can talk about on the actual coverages for Medicare, uh, the supplementals. For example, a supplemental plan, Plan G is in George, your out-of-pocket expense is going to be $203 for the deductible. And Chaz, like you said earlier, that goes up. Last year it was 185 It's 203 this year. But for hospitalization with a Medicare supplement, you've got 100% coverage. So the 1484 the 371 those numbers go away. And the 20%, the $200,000 you might have out of your pocket, that goes away with a Medicare supplemental plan. A Medicare Advantage plan has out-of-pocket co-pays, it has a network, and it allows a zero and no deductible you know, premium. So you can save a lot of money that way as well. So there's no right or wrong for everybody. Everybody's situation is a little bit different. You know, so it's important to sit down with an advisor, and that's where you really have an advantage. And then you come along with Part D, prescriptions. You know, I talked to someone, um, uh, I had a meeting with them, and they asked me, well, we went to get our prescription filled, and it cost $108, and the pharmacy said there was a deductible. I didn't think we had a deductible for prescriptions. I said, well, it must be a Tier 3. And they gave me the drug. I looked it up, and sure enough, it's a Tier 3. Mm-hmm. So your deductible on your prescriptions only applies to Tier 3, 4, and 5. Tiers 1 and 2 on your uh, preferred generics, there's no deductible they didn't realize that the doctor prescribed a drug that's gonna be a tier three, so now they're gonna go back to the doctor and yell at them and say, hey, give me a different blood pressure medicine, you know? There again, I mean, it's, there's a lot of information to take into account. I've been doing this 27 years. I like to think that I know a lot about this, and I, I do, and it's ever-changing, but I also have the resources where if there's a question you might have that I don't have the answer off the top of my head, I can, I can find it. 
And that's we're working with somebody in person versus, you know, uh, people get lots of mailers, especially during the annual election period. Absolutely. Uh, or, you know, they see the commercial on there, you know, Joe Namath telling them, oh, this one's great. This one's fantastic. <laughs> You're not going to talk to Joe Namath on the phone. Nope. I, I can all but guarantee that for you. But when you come in and, and you sit down and you speak with America's Medicare Associates, you're going to work with somebody in person. You're going to work with Scott and work through it together and figure out what is best for you. Not uh, Scott being independent is not beholden to one insurance company or another. So you have a wide array of different plans that you can recommend to people as it suits them, right? That's exactly correct. Uh, I'm non-biased. You know, I make it work for you. One of the things I have, in fact, I just had this story a couple of days ago, my neighbor well, the husband comes across the street and says, we got to figure out a way for you to uh, get over here to meet with my wife because she turned 65 and she's been talking to a lot of friends. And mm-hmm. they say, well, you want to look at this company and that company and this company. And I'm like, you know, that's all well and good, but what works for them may not work for her. Certainly, because they're probably not going to be on the same medications or, or have the same you know, blood pressure or anything, any type of medical history. Yeah, there's all kinds of different variables that go into play. And that's, like you said, that's why it's important to sit down with an advisor. I'm happy to meet with people. I have a passion for this. And, you know, if I can help, that's what I'm here for. There was a while back where we talked about uh, on the show, you know, why you guys do what you do. And that's it right there. You know, being able to help people and and make their retirement a little less stressful, whether it be, you know, medical copays or whether it be, uh, you know, not having to worry about market ups and downs. That's where the retirement guys formula comes into play. But sitting down and speaking with somebody to walk you through the process and, and A, you may not have realized that Medicare doesn't cover everything, but, but figuring that out ahead of time and, and uh, finding ways to navigate the, the areas that it doesn't cover, covering those gaps is really where America's Medicare Associates, really where Scott Kirshner comes into play. Let me give the phone number out really quick. 419-794-3030. That is the number. You can also go online to americasmedicareassociates.com right there. Uh, schedule a time to speak with Scott. You know, talking about these medications, Scott, it reminded me of way back in the day when I used to work at the pharmacy and, and having that very conversation. People would come in and say, well, I'm on Medicare. It's supposed to cover this. And obviously it didn't because the copay was pretty high. At right. that point, the people at the pharmacy can't really do much at that point. That is something that you need to go and be prepared for ahead of time, have that conversation. And maybe it is a situation where you need to change your drugs or your the medications that you're on. Uh, now it's a prevention's worth a pound of cure. Absolutely. Uh, knowing ahead of time and being able to go ahead and have that plan put in place so you don't have to have that awkward conversation with the teenage pharmacy tech like I was yeah, who, who right, really right. doesn't know what he's doing as far yeah. as the insurance claims go. Having someone like Scott who has 27 years of experience, like he said, uh, really is worth that pound of cure. 419-794-3030 is the number. A lot of people really are shocked. Their eyes open real big and wide when I go through. They, well, I'm at uh, XYZ Pharmacy. I love it. And uh, the pharmacist is great. I says, yeah, but you're paying a lot more than you need to. If you don't check your pharmacies, hold them accountable, you're missing the boat. I mean, there are drastic differences in what each pharmacy charges. I know that doesn't make a lot of sense, but that's another reason why sitting down with an advisor and going through your farm, your drugs and looking at the different pharmacies, it's a big deal. Scott, I would also add too that the uh, advantage of working with you here is that you are a Medicare specialist. So, you know, that term financial advisor is kind of right. thrown around a lot. It can mean a lot of different things but you are licensed and only do Medicare. That's exactly right. I am not so a financial advisor. I don't do what advisor. you do. Right. You don't do what I do. You specialize at your highest, best use. And That's a great point. You know, a lot of people have that stigma. I don't want to buy uh, investment advice or, or put my money with a Medicare specialist or an insurance agent, mm-hmm. nor do I want to buy insurance when, when I say insurance, I'm talking health insurance or, you know, even car and auto insurance. Mm-hmm. I don't want to buy that 
from a financial advisor. Right. You know, stay in your lane, do what you do, and do it the best you possibly can. That's where you're going to really help out the client. Because they can sell some policies, but Absolutely. not others. Absolutely. Unless they're fully licensed and they spend, yeah. you know, this is their main... Well, that's a great point, Chaz. We mentioned um, several of our previous shows, you know, we talked about annuities. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of advisors sell annuities, but that's actually an insurance product. Right. And I can sell annuities, uh, and I do. You know, I've, I've sold annuities over the, you know, many years. So when I say I'm not an advisor, I don't do the financial advising. I don't do any of that stuff. That's your lane. I don't want anything to do with it, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> but stay in your lane and do what's best. And that is why it all operates under the umbrella of America's Retirement Headquarters. That's why there is the Retirement Guys formula there. That is why it is America's Medicare Associates. Because uh, these pieces, I I think longtime listeners of the show and and maybe even just listening right now realize that these pieces all work together to create that entire retirement plan, that entire retirement strategy. And again, that's why it all operates under that same umbrella. 419-794-3030, just in the same way that you wouldn't go to your dentist for a heart problem by any means. Uh, you, you, know, <laughs> right. you, should, you should maybe uh, go to specialized areas uh, for different aspects of your retirement, but it all operates under the same umbrella for America's retirement headquarters, creating that comprehensive retirement plan together. And, you know, I did mention that we could probably devote an entire show, if not more shows, to Medicare. But there is one other thing I, I want to cover here, and I think this is important. And NerdWallet cites a study showing that fewer than one in five retirees have enough income to maintain the same standard of living that they had when they were still working. The study says that those people usually just, quote, make it work by reducing their spending. But what if I want more than just to make it work? Shouldn't retirement be more than just scraping by? Yeah, that's a good point, Chris. I mean, I read that article, and I think that's actually probably low. Uh, There's a lot more people out there that either don't have enough retirement income or aren't exactly sure what income they're going to have in retirement. And so, Um, That's usually the reason why I think most people elect to continue to defer in traditional IRAs and and things that um, will allow them to reap uh, tax benefits later on in life because they expect to be in a lower tax bracket, Mm -hmm. but it's not likely to happen. I mean, we did a a webinar last month about that very topic with respect to Roth IRA conversions and, and comparing whether or not it makes more sense from a tax perspective to do the traditional versus the Roth. And the numbers, you know, showed that you'd have to drop your income by more than 50% in retirement and in order for that to, you know, to actually happen. So, you know, people, uh, I really don't think they're prepared for the way that they should be for retirement income spending. And, and that's really where the advisor comes in. And that's the, the department here at America's Retirement Headquarters that I head up, which is our financial planning arm. Mm-hmm. And to kind of, you know, segue into the Social Security and the Medicare discussion that Scott was having earlier, I think they really go hand in hand. They really do, you know, because a lot of the unexpected expenses that you're going to run into later in retirement are health related. You know, Chaz, one of the things that I've noticed is with retirement, you know, there's several different schools of thought. If you're the type that wants to retire, travel the world, hey, I worked hard and I'm a traveler. I like to travel. I like to go. You know, we just both got back from vacations. And um, uh, believe me, I think that that's something that I'm going to want to do. Mm-hmm. I need to prepare for that a lot more rigorously than somebody else that's maybe um, a very frugal person to begin with. Don't spend a whole lot of money in their day to day life before retirement. What makes them think they're going to spend it after retirement? If I don't travel a whole lot, then spending less is probably a lot more feasible for them than it would be for me. Yeah. Well, the reality is, Scott, that 
we can help you make any dream possible. Sure. We just have to have enough lead time. It's kind of mm -hmm. like spotting the edge of a cliff before you fall off of it. Right. Or, you know, going to your doctor on an annual basis before you have the heart attack. I mean, that's really what planning is all about. And the more lead time and, you know, the more planning and getting ahead of things that we have, it's going to make your, your situation so much more successful, particularly, you know, with Social Security. Um, you said that magic age is 65. I think part of the issue is that people don't realize what a big part of their retirement income plan that Social Security really provides. Right. It's estimated about 40% of your pre-retirement earned income is what Social Security is going to provide. And so if you take it early, as you mentioned earlier, most people do. Um, the majority of people start taking Social Security at 62. Mm -hmm. That's fine if you're in poor health and you haven't went to the doctors and sure. had your checkups or whatnot. Mm -hmm. But for the majority of people, you know, at take it at 62, you're locking in a reduced benefit, a significantly sure. reduced benefit, which compounds to your disadvantage over time and even more so if you live longer you know, versus somebody that maybe just needed to wait a couple of more years until mm -hmm. their full retirement age, which is on that social security statement that sure. they download through ssa.gov. Right, right. And armed with that piece of information that gives us the kind of the building block of your retirement plan where we're going to start. And we really build around social security to the extent that our plans typically involve selecting the strategy that involves you having to spend the least amount of money in retirement. To sure. kind of boil it down as simple as possible, it all starts with Social Security and Medicare. Right. Well, I think there's one. I've had people tell me this, uh, come up to me and say this to me. It, just because I'm retiring, well, I have to take Social Security. No, you don't have to. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people don't understand that if you take Social Security, that does not mean you have to retire. Right. It's, you don't have to retire. You can put off until age 70, which is going to maximize your income from Social Security, they don't go hand in hand per se where I'm retiring, I have to take Social Security. That's not the case at all. Yeah. And you actually, by waiting, you actually increase your benefit by seven to 8% per sure. year till age 70. So, you know, almost always, if you're in good health, that's usually going to be our recommendation is to stave off Social Security, use maybe some of your other assets right. to kind of bridge the gap and then turn on a higher benefit for the rest of your life which is going to ultimately lead to you spending less money. The one thing that I've learned here is that's exactly what you guys do really, really well is, you know, using the formulas and the different products to use money you have and not take Social Security right away. You know, it's funny. A lot of people say, well, I'm going to run out of money. I'm going to be completely out of money uh, the way I've got things planned right now at 78 years old. Well, that's really not true. Mm -hmm. You will always have Social Security. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you might not have a lot of money, but you're not going to run out of money. Yeah, exactly. And that's I think that's the difference between running out versus you know running a little short. The other thing, too, with retirement planning and, and retirement income is, you know, people don't really know what their retirement income is going to need to be often. And that's right. usually the second factor that we take into consideration, because right now while you're working, you're still paying FICA taxes, right. which are about seven and a half percent or more of your paycheck coming out before you get dollar one. You're also probably contributing to a 401k mm -hmm. and you may have a mortgage and then you take Social Security into effect. It may not be 
as dour of a situation, right. you know, as you've calculated through some online site or just through your own simple math. Yep, There's a absolutely. lot of, of calculations, time value of money, you know, the performance of the account takes into consideration that's going to provide a lot of income and the dividends that you're receiving. You know, a lot of our clients here are income oriented investors. They're in retirement. Receiving dividends is, is sure. a crucial part of the retirement income. So we can adjust those things to create yeah. more reliable income. The other thing to keep in mind is we don't know how long we're going to live. A lot of it has to do with genetics, just like with uh, choosing to take Social Security at 62. If your family, you know, all of your family hasn't lived past 68 years old, then take it at 62. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if you've got pe- you know, family members that have been 95 years old, then you might want to put it off. Yeah. So yeah, so, there's so many variables to take into account. Um, yeah. And, and part of that process too, and I'll close with that is with the software that we use, Scott, to kind of account for longevity, um, some of the factors and assumptions we don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. The computer will, will run, you know, 10,000 different sure. retirement scenarios. We try to design the plan that results in 85 to 90% of those scenarios resulting in you having money at the end sure. of your lifespan. So best as we can do. You know, you're right. We don't know how long we're going to live. And that's what it's all about. Honestly. Yeah. We certainly hope everyone out there lives a long, healthy life where they don't have to worry about running out of money. That's the number one concern among retirees and just winging it, you know, a buy and hold strategy that may have quote unquote worked for you in the working world, especially for the past 12 years, isn't necessarily going to be feasible in retirement. There are different factors you want to take into play, like social security, like the different taxation, like those Medicare costs that we talked about at the beginning of the show. And so that is why it is critical as you get closer to retirement. And it's never really too early. Again, as Chaz said, the more time you have on your side, uh, the more they can do for you, but it's never too late as well. Pick up the phone, take that first step and set up a time to speak with America's retirement headquarters, 419-794-3030. Again, 419-794-3030. And you can always find them online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. We want to thank you so much for joining us this week. Hope you got some some great insight. Uh, don't forget, uh, it's easy to reach uh, Scott and Chaz. Just go to americasretirementheadquarters.com or pick up the phone, 419-794-3030. We're going to hang around for a little bit after the show. Take your calls. And as we wrap up, guys, I want to leave you with the final word. Well, thank you very much. Uh, Thank all the listeners and um, have a great week. Yeah, appreciate being uh, on the call today and look forward to maybe being on again. Thanks, guys. America's Retirement Headquarters is located at 1700 Woodlands Drive in Maumee, Ohio. You can reach them by calling 419-794-3030 or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussion not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Nolan Baker is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Nolan Baker, Ohio Insurance License Number 27787. 